everyone, and welcome to Dreamer Talks. My name is Abby Volkovich, and I'm your host. It is my job on this podcast to introduce you to dreamers from many different fields and walks of life. It is important to note that we can learn many things from the people we surround ourselves with. This is why I have ventured out to interview dreamers who are willing to share their journey with us. Before we begin, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, I want to give you guys a warm welcome. If you enjoy this episode, please make sure to send it over to your friends. They might also enjoy this podcast, and there are a lot of other interviews that I've done with other dreamers, so make sure to check them out as well. This week's episode was fully recorded over Zoom, and here and there throughout the episode, we had a bit of difficulties with the internet connection, so the audio is a bit choppy every now and then. Uh, But aside from that, please enjoy this awesome interview with Ben Adarak. Another thing I would like to add before we get started is the music you are listening to right now in the background is Ben himself, his personal music, and you can check it out on Spotify or iTunes or YouTube or really any place you get your music. Uh, So check him out. Uh, Enjoy. Today, we're joined over Zoom with Benjamin Allerand, or by his artistic name, Ben Ale, uh, and all of the social media links, so you can check out music, Instagram, and everything, is linked down below. Um, yeah, without further ado, uh, Ben, if you could please introduce yourself, tell us where you're from, and then we'll get into some questions back and forth. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Benjamin Allerand. Uh, first, first of all, thank you, Abby, for having me. Uh, this is an amazing opportunity. And uh, I was born in Mexico City in 1996. I'm 24 years old right now. Uh, I'm a musician. Mm, I study contemporary writing and production. And I also have my uh, project as an artist. And, and right now I live in Mexico City. I just moved in here one month ago, but right now uh, this is my base, Mexico City. Amazing, incredible. So. Um... Amazing little intro there. If you could please take us back to uh, earlier, we were talking, uh, you, you told me your, your origin story. If you were written out as a superhero, how it all began uh, for you in music and to pursue this passion. Um, so please. Okay. Um, I started playing piano when I was four years old. Uh, my brothers were having lessons. I have older brothers. They were having lessons in the piano in my house and I was very attracted to the to the sound of the piano more than anything uh for me it was an a new sound in my in my, in my brain it was it was something clicked with me so I started taking piano lessons classical piano lessons for about nine ten years it was a it was a serious uh, in in those in that time it was a serious hobby I, I can say um, I was practicing like one hour every day or two hours taking classes twice a week and um, after when I was like about nine ten years old uh, I took the guitar to play rock and blues so I was in those two tracks classical piano and blues uh, and I was about to be um, I wanted to go into the conservatory in Mexico to play, to play piano, actually, but uh, something something happened that I didn't uh, pursue that career as a, as a as a classical piano player. So I started pursuing the career as a as a guitarist, songwriter, and more of a performer. This is when you're still uh, 13, 14. Yes, I'm still mm-hmm. 13, 14. I'm playing gigs with bands. Um, there's this uh, little, uh, how can I say, competition. It's called Blowy Shine in Mexico. And I was lucky to, to win a couple of those as a guitar player and singer. So mm-hmm. that uplifted me a lot to keep doing that uh, as a career. So after that, I, I took a couple of courses in Berklee College of Music. I went all the way to Boston. And I took uh, from production courses to musicianship to dance courses. It was like a very um, 
there's a lot of variety of different classes so you can so you can choose what you want mm -hmm. and and instantly i fell in love with production um why because it's how they call it it's like in the box so you're like literally um sitting there and, and, and playing and recording and listening back and adding some stuff. And I was just blown away but by that, that you can just play, right, record, dynamic. add some stuff. Uh -huh. That dynamic, I instantly fell in love with production. I didn't pursue it seriously at that time. I kept playing guitar, but I knew I wanted to study that. Mm -hmm. When I was 14, 15, I knew I wanted to do that for a living. And I came back to Mexico after the courses. I was uh, doing high school. I was not a very good student in high school. I was not attracted to, to those classes, honestly, to history, to math. I was zero attracted, like not even a little. So I, I, I pursued music and I wasn't accepted. If I can, if I can jump in just uh, in this part of the story, how did your teachers within school see you towards where your future was headed were you did you get a lot of lashback for not being a good student and being focused on purely on music i mean this is what it sounds like right i'm yeah you know what i mean like were you seen as the the bad student and and he'll go nowhere was that ever things that you you heard as as a kid i was definitely seen as a different student mm -hmm. not necessarily as a bad student okay. but in those classes like in the math classes but they knew me in my, in my high school. I was there since I was three years old. And I always played piano there. I was, I w I was involved with, with any music event in Got my it. school. I was the first one there. So they knew, they knew I was going to pursue that since I was a kid. So you, you so always I stood out as a, you know, not the standard path, I guess I want to. Yeah, always. All, all my teachers knew me that uh, I was not... A, interested in 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 certain classes and i was just interested in music and some of them liked it i i could say and some of them don't understood me at all didn't like question um why or nothing they just didn't understood that someone could pursue music and, and be an artist or or be a producer nice. they just didn't got me but mo mo most of the teachers i think yeah i think nice. they were in same channel. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, and, and so from there, from being in school, you, you mentioned that you were doing another uh, summer. Pro the, this is this Berkeley pr program that you mentioned earlier. That was a, a summer program, correct? Yes. Yes. It was when I was 12, I took a day session, which mm -hmm. is uh, you just go and take some classes, play with some bands. And then when I was 15, it's called a five week session where you go and you're by by yourself like there's no adult uh checking you out literally i was in i was 15 and i arrived in boston by myself without without anyone seeing me so that was a big challenge and it was a more serious course it was like a semester tryout kind of it was like mm -hmm. the same shape of a semester i could say and i i definitely in, the, in that course, I was like, this is it. I, I still had doubts before that course. Uh, but in that course, I was like, this is it. And I, and I had the, I had the, the huge, uh, what's the word? The huge luck, I could say, that my parents support me the whole way. Like, since the beginning, my parents were pushing me to do it. Not only, like accepting it but they were pushing me and they were uh they my dad actually sent me to, the, to that to that course amazing i i I, I was not interested at the beginning they like pushed me and were like you go that's incredible so, to so, hear it, it's very rare that you know in the artist world that uh, it's amazing i mean you have to count that as I'm, I'm sure you you see that as a huge blessing from your parents that you had that uh because a lot of other people that I talk to and, and share their journey, a lot of times they're actually seeing the opposite. And that's why I asked earlier about your teachers. Do they look at it as you being crazy and, and, and these things? So I think that's amazing that you had that support. And I'm, I'm sure that helped you push forward, right? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't think how it would be without that. Maybe I would not be a musician because uh, I, I have many friends like me with, with the same drive, but their parents support them or their brothers or their family didn't. They support them, but they didn't push them to be better in that aspect because mm -hmm. they didn't believe you could make a living out of music. And my parents totally did. Like, uh, I always say, like, my dad is, uh, my, my parents, both of them are, like, frustrated artists. Like, they wanted to to have that life, maybe, but they choose not to. So when I was attracted to that, they were like, let's go. Let's go to do this. Yeah. Incredible. So it was uh, an advantage, and, and it was definitely... Uh, uh, it was. I was surrounded by good opportunities the whole time because they were uh, looking for them also. So, so it was. A, it was. It's, it's a blessing, honestly. Amazing, and cool. So, so then you said at fifteen you had your uh, second. Uh, what was it? Five week program. Of course. Yeah. And then, and then you went to. You actually went to study at Berkeley uh, after high school correct yes after high school i started studying in berkeley so the way um berkeley works which is not a normal music school they have their own system um so it's very interesting you're, you're still doing an undergraduate it's not like a, a diploma you, you you take liberal arts and everything so the first two years you take um like everyone have, has to take the same classes. So from harmony to ear training, to tonal harmony, to performance. So you choose an instrument and you have to develop certain abilities and you have exams. And it's, and it's very strict. It's very strict, but it's very friendly also. Like they help you a lot. So the, the, the first two semesters, I was very, very confused, I can say. I was not completely happy and stable as a as a student i i had several challenges my first challenge was uh speaking in english having classes in english for me was a was well it, it was a new a new thing uh i could speak english but not not fluently at the time so it was my it was my first challenge of course all my friends were latinos and, and all that stuff but in the class my challenge was the language, honestly, um, and the system. The system of uh, of of the U.S. is it's it's a very square system. There's no like variable, so it was very square uh, with deadlines and everything. So I was not having a great time at that time. I was I was a very good student, I can say. But after after uh, stay in Mexico, good. I, I it was a little bit unstable the internet. Yeah, the internet was a bit off there. <laughs> but yeah, the, the 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 first year was hard, and then after I came back, uh, I I came back because I took a long approach to school. Mm -hmm. I was, I call it more of a, more of a smart student, a smart, I was not a smart student. I was like a smart um, musician in life. Like certain classes that I was not interested, I was not going to them because instead of going to a class, I was playing with people and mm -hmm. I was uh, recording with people. So I kind of took it as a, um, um, there's a word here in Israel that they call tachles, but mm -hmm. I was I was very in that state of mind of tachles, like what do you want to do with your life? So pursue it. So if you want to produce and meet people and write, do that. Like if you have a cast that you don't necessarily like, put more of your time into what you want in the university also. Like mo most of the activities were of the class. Right, the uh, all the networking, the recording with friends, 
yeah yeah like it was like getting uh, having to 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 take classes that i don't like found out that really put my self-esteem and my inspiration down like mm -hmm. so start just doing uh but not not that student that is going to every class and is doing everything perfect. I was more of uh, taking what I want from all the classes and then applying to them in real life, like playing live and recording, but not with school credits, just right, just like human credits, right? Like no, and just I, I life. Think I, I want to. So actually... I took that approach and 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 it changed and it changed the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, I love that approach that you took towards education because a lot of times um, I've been having conversation with some friends and they talk about this whole notion that in the future, having a degree and having these certain diplomas that you have in life will get you that job or will get you that future. Um, what I think in the world of mm -hmm. art is a lot of times it's the complete opposite where the diploma and wherever institution you 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 have your background in, it doesn't really matter. It's actually the end result that is more important in the end of the day, whether it be your music, your painting, your whatever thing you're doing. Um, and I, I really, really connect with your perspective on really going to the tachlis. I, I really like how you said it with a Hebrew word. I, I don't even know if there's a translation for it in English. Um, to really there is no translation in any language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really need to find a translation for that. I'm trying to pick up the words to really describe what it is. It's, I think it's getting to the down and dirty of what it really is you want to be doing, right? You can mm -hmm. talk theory, you can talk um, just in general about a topic, but you actually have to get down and to do it and to collaborate with the people you want to collaborate with. So how would you say um after your studies and in your extracurriculars what kind of activities did you do aside for jam sessions or or what how was your weighing system for what i actually want to pursue and what i'm putting on the side like how, how did you make that decision of what's okay. more important so um I choose, first of all, I choose a major, which my major was contemporary writing and production, just based in two paths of uh, writing music as a, like composed music, and then production, which is a part where you produce and you make it real, right? Mm -hmm. So I had uh, several classes that I was very, very into it, like, Classes like big band writing, which you write for, uh, for, for a huge band, and then at the end of the semester, they play it. So all those classes, I was very into it. But there were, there were some classes of like tonal harmony and stuff like that, where instead of investing my time into that, into that class, I invested time into playing my instrument. So mm -hmm. I was playing uh, two hours a day piano, three hours a day guitar invested in in being a good musician by dominating the instrument instead of dominating the the topic or the theory i was very into applying it and 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 seeing result and feel the result stuff like that so i was i was very into practicing practicing piano there was these piano practice rooms i was two hours every day there um and that was that was what that practicing literally pushed me to to say I'm going like I'm 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 advancing in music like I'm being a better musician because I, I'm practicing and I felt where I was taking all the classes of theory I didn't felt I was being a good musician because I was not necessarily right. understanding all the all the all the music stuff which which is of course it was very helpful to know the theory mm -hmm. but I, well, I, it would be impossible for me to play music by only knowing the theory i i was very invested into into a practice into experiencing it so Incredible. i was i was i'm going to give you a small i'm going to give you a small example 
how this is how I explain my days in Berkeley College of Music. Like, mm -hmm. for example, I had um, it's six o'clock uh, uh, noon, and then and they tell me I have a studio at four a.m. in the morning because as a student you you have sessions in studios in the middle of the night because during the day they're using it. And they tell me I need a guitar player at four in the morning. And in my brain, I was like, I have class at nine of harmony from nine to 10, but should I go to record from five to seven and then just sleep and don't go to class? And I would say, yeah, I should do that. And then I just send an email to the teacher. Sorry, I wasn't a recording, I'm sleeping. And then, I started taking all those recordings as an opportunity to play and to meet people and to and to know stuff. You're in the studio, seeing how people are doing it, and that, that was what I loved. So I took every opportunity possible. I don't even care what time is it. It's session is 6 a.m., I'm in. Session is 3 a.m., I'm in. Like I was just living for that, for just playing in sessions and knowing people and and that was what I loved. Like when I started doing that, I started enjoying Berkeley a hundred percent, like way better than when I was just sleeping early and getting ready for my class. You know, I was like actually living it. Like I was in my brain, I was like, this is how the music industry works. They call you at three in the morning. We need you have to learn this part. I take it as a challenge and I learned the part and I nailed it in the studio and then I go out, wake up. Sometimes I woke up to class, sometimes I don't. And I didn't feel bad because I, I was working hard enough to sleep in for six, seven hours. Right. So that was like an example of, of how your day goes. They can like tell you, come here, you have to record. Okay. It's, it's, I love it. I don't I do it, it. somewhere else. It's, we'll it's on yeah. the go all the time. <laughs> mm. It really is. So... So, so yeah, that, that was actually in Berkeley, there's a lot of, um, in general music have a lot of anxiety and in Berkeley, that was a big topic, being anxious and, 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 and stuff like that. And they have a really good program to help you because people couldn't do so much stuff in one day that they wanted to do. So people didn't slept a lot. No, you, you, were, you, you were in the library, 4 a.m. Everyone was working, everyone. So it's a nonstop feeling and you're surrounded by the best people. So if you don't do that, you feel you're left behind kind of. Mm -hmm. So, so that was, that was a, a big game changer. In, so what in, kind of techniques did you uh, take either from the university or do you, do you develop yourself to deal with that stress and to help yourself calm down or you know, find your Zen zone? Okay. Oh, that's a tough question. I can say I was never not stressed. I was always, there was always something pinching me. I was never like chilling. There was always something pinching me saying, if you don't practice, someone will practice and will be better than you kind of. But the best thing that helped me to, to, to be Zen mode and to be, good with me in general was sports I was actually uh going for a run going for a skateboard grabbing a bike going for a swim going to the gym also going to have i was i was a very you could see me around the school always like having coffee with people i was i was all about that also because i thought that was also music connecting with people and 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 actually and actually being friends before being business partners, which means playing in a band, but I was all about being friends and having coffee with people. And that actually distressed me a lot. Like that actually helped me put my like things down and think clearly. Having coffee with friends, doing sports, and always going out with friends. When it's Friday or Saturday, always having a beer, always having a time to relax at night. Didn't even care if I had homework. It was Friday night or Saturday night. It's time to go with your friends and talk because I felt if I didn't do that, my system was completely broke. Right. Because it didn't work. I was all about the weekends of relaxing good.
Right, right, right. Uh, amazing. So, okay, now I want to transition into the whole actual development of music. Uh, there's some people that listen to the podcast that might be actually in the music world, and mm -hmm. they could learn a thing or two from someone who went to Berkeley and someone who has some music already out there. So what is the process like? Or, you know what, even if there's people who aren't in music and are completely new to it, I think they would also benefit a lot. Um, so yeah, what is the process for you uh, in your mind? Do you visualize yeah. it for preparing a song, uh, whether you be collaborating or on your own? How does it all begin? So my, my creative, every creative process is different. Mm -hmm. uh, as my experience, I've seen everything. But in my, my personal experience, my creative process starts in my mind is very visual i when i start writing a song i see me like i see myself playing that song in a good stage so that's like my first filter is this song good enough to play in a stage so i even stand up and play the song and 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 feel it if if it's a good song once i feel it's a good song i start um I started recording guitars in my computer and I started writing the song. I, I come first with the melody and then I start with, with the lyrics. So I start guitar and voice. And once it's, a, once it's a good song, only guitar and voice, which is in my mind what, what it means. It's all about the melody and the lyrics. So once that works, I, I start to put down in paper references of what do I want it to sound like so, so sometimes references can be from bands from the, the artists from sometimes it can be like uh how's i don't know how to explain it but sometimes our references it can be the weather it can be raining it can be shine sometimes it can be Wow, yeah, it, it can be anything. In After that process, I, I lay down it in a paper and I write all kinds of stuff. Like, you, if I show you, you, you even won't understand what, what is this guy talking about. <laughs> Where in my mind, it's like, it's making sense. And once the concept is it's down, I put together a band and I play it in a room. And then once, once it's good, I go into the studio and, and, and record it. I, yeah, I, I, most of my music is recorded live, which is rare these days. A lot of people do it, they call it in the box, which mm -hmm. means in the computer. But I, I, I love doing it live. I'm all about bands. I'm all about, play, how can I explain this? When, 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 when you're playing uh, with a band, you're transmitting that. You're transmitting friendship. You're transmitting collaboration. You're transmitting listening to each other. And, and sometimes when you're producing the box or more, more of a pop production, which is in the computer, sometimes you forget to transmit that human part of the music, which sometimes it's a mistake. Sometimes if there's a mistake in my recording, I let that mistake go. Like I, I keep the mistake because it's a human mistake. Right. Yeah. No, it's impossible I, when you're saying that, I'm, I'm remembering the, the some songs from the Beatles where they have the right before they actually started yeah. recording the vinyl, they have them talking to themselves. All right, let's go. Let's let's start and boom, they start or at the very end. So I completely yeah yeah. 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 And you feel it totally because when you listen for musicians, uh, not musicians, these four gods <laughs> Beatles are. When when you listen to them talk in the studio, in a way you feel you're there. You you feel more part of it because they're you're 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 listening to humans also no sometimes you feel this these artist people or these famous people they're not humans or something else but once you hear them being humans it's like ah okay it makes you feel more it's it's warmness it's like more more connection in my in my opinion so yeah in my creative process there's a lot of live playing involved like there's a there's for me it's always collaborate with people like jam one hour and there's an idea jam another what like it's for me it's a very human thing 
some people, for most of the people, it's completely different. It's guitar, voice, computer, and they can do an album and another album. And they're hits, like they're doing good music also. But for me, I when it's when I can't share that musicianship with people, for me it's not not good enough because I'm all about that. I'm all about sharing and transmitting that to people. So so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of friendship involved in my music. Like all all my band, it's like the people that I play with, they're friends before they're partners in music. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. I think in every organization, I mean, for you, you mentioned let's do business together, which is be in a band. I think for every business, uh, a team in order to be able to work properly, I think we really need that to be, be friends before we can move forward and actually tell each other how to like what to do and work together in order for something to be successful. You need to get along first. So I love, I love of that. Course. I love that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's impossible to work with someone that you don't have the trust to tell him the truth or, 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 you know, I've, I've seen some bands that they're not friends, so they don't communicate well. And mm-hmm. if you see every band in the world, they're friends. Like, Beatles, they were friends. Led Zeppelin, they were friends. Queen, they were friends. Pink Floyd, they were friends. Like, they sit and had coffee before they recorded, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and, and, and some of people don't, don't stand by that, uh, by that philosophy, which is, uh, like, I've been in those positions where I collaborate with people that I don't get along. Not necessarily not get along because we're different, just because we didn't have the time to get along. So sometimes you have to collaborate immediately. And it's weird. Like, sometimes you, con- you, you become friends through music because you connect in certain level that you just m- made to connect. But that's there a rare occasion. Sometimes it's you start playing without even talking to that person it's very hard to to communicate so i always recommend not in music but in everything go with that person that you're gonna collaborate have a coffee talk two hours one hour whatever you want and then get to business and it will be way better i love it that's that's such a i love i think it's such a mexican uh thing right before like whenever if i think of business meetings that maybe my grandfather or my parents would do they would sit for an hour first have some coffee have some cake talk about the kids talk about life and then we talk business (laughs) i feel like (laughs) i totally agree with that philosophy and 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 well that feel in in tel aviv that philosophy is very strong i think like the the, the coffee philosophy yeah yeah 100 percent it's a very strong philosophy and I, I stand by it a hundred percent. That's success for me. Like being able to have a coffee with people and talk and then do something for me. That's wow. That's like, you've, you've made it. <laughs> so wait, okay. Going on with this, uh, coffee, uh, having coffee. So if you could have a coffee, a one hour coffee chill with anyone right now, uh, whether it be music related or in general, who would you want to have a coffee with and why? Wow, that's one of the toughest questions I've, I've been asked. I, when, when you started the, the question, there was someone who came to my mind very, very strong. His name is Prince, the artist Prince. Why? Why would him? He was uh, from a different world as a musician. He was from a different world because he had the, the complete package uh of of everything a musician can have i i i was thinking of other thing that other human that is not a musician i don't know why prince for me it's like perfection like he he's all about he's all about consi- being consistent in music for example he's out of his 100% of music he created in his life only 30% is out. 
He was that of a perfectionist. He was a performer, a, pro a producer, uh, an instrumental, uh, a good human, and mainly, mainly a good artist. That's hard to be like being a good artist. It's next level for me. What What is the the label like? like what What does that label mean to you? Something. Like what What does the label of a good artist really mean to you? Because I think it could be very objective in a way. The label of being a good artist, it's this is the best version of me, and it's a very clear version. And I can transmit you, I can transmit my emotions very, very clear. And, and, and more than that, stand by something and, and, and really transmit that something. So, so there's many musicians that doesn't, that they're not very good artists. So they just keep being good. Just in order to be a good artist, you have to, I think you have to forget about the music sometimes and about all that stuff and you have to concentrate in the concept of, of you. Of You have to be the best version of you. So in the music, there's no competition because there's nobody else like you in that place. I don't mean by no one's better than me. No, I mean that I'm me and I'm the best of, at, at being me. So when you're the best version of you, that that means it's impossible to repeat that you know like yeah you're being you so there's no competition so people like prince really transmit that he he was an artist he, he had a personality he it's hard to explain but uh he he was like he he transmitted to you perfectly what he wanted to transmit sometimes as a musician and as a human when you try to 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 share a thought or or whatever you compress your information and then you try to give it to other person and that person receives that zip file uncompress it and understand it in a different way maybe no mm -hmm. and with with art happens the same way a, a song or an album it's some information compressed into a into a file which is audio and then people that listen interpret it they interpret that in in a different way and people like prince or i'm gonna say artists that i think they're best artists as an artist prince david bowie leonard cohen which are really artists that stand by their their, their philosophy they transmit you perfectly what what they want to say and doesn't matter if the music is complicated doesn't matter if the music is uh, loud soft i don't care they're transmitting honestly or honest thoughts and that's mm -hmm. what I what I think. It's a good artist to be honest, to to say this is me. I don't give a I don't give a shit if you like it or not. Right. Like this is me and this is truly me, and I don't do it because I want to fit. I do it because I feel it, and and they even have an outfit and they paint their face and I love it because they're they're kind of giving you the information in a better way, you know. Mm -hmm. they're they're being visual they're being uh auditive they're being sentimental they're they're doing everything it's, it's in, full out in yeah it's full out so so that's for me that's why i choose prince because for me he's he's an amazing artist and that's the toughest part if you want to be like if you want to make a, a living out of your music Mm -hmm. Really, the easy part is to, to to study the instruments. The hard part, it's to creating a concept out of your concept and, and transmitting that concept in a full potential. Because right. sometimes you transmit it and it's not well, I don't know, you, you didn't put enough yeah, information. Yeah, it's compiling all the, the different elements together, yeah. Yeah, so... So yeah, that's that's for me. Like my as an as an artist, I can say my goal is to to have a very clear vision and 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 trans transmit that. So I can record an album. You listen to it, and you're like, I understand this guy. Got like, it. I really got this dude. Yeah, I love that. So yeah. if if uh if we now change the medium for a second and 
move to uh, a billboard. Okay. If you right now, the biggest billboard in Mexico, you know what? In Times Square, you have wow. Times Square, you know, it's going to be shown eventually to the whole world because there'll be pictures of it. Uh, what message would you share with the world, uh, whether it be a quote, lyrics, whatever you want? What message? Uh, I think the, the, the message I've been standing by my whole life. I didn't necessarily knew when I was a kid, but now I'm old enough. I can I understand it. Is it can be maybe it's kind of cliche, but for me, for me it's very. For me, that's that's my message, which is, be the best version of you. Like, whatever you do in life, doesn't matter if it's art, business, law. Be the best version of you, and 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 all, always like always improve. There's there's a thing nowadays that I think those like people they're not like mediocre, but they like just they ask you ask something to people, and they respond like with just the necessary that they want to respond. Like don't do that. Always, always put more. Always. Like you, like you, you have one life, eighty years, ninety years. Don't stay, don't stay. Like don't do a project just by just doing it. Yeah, like playing Sorry, it safe. I'm, yeah, I'm having a hard time with words with this concept. I'm yeah. not zipping. I'm very good, but <laughs> we always do more, and and because of you, and because you love what you do, and because you want to share it to the world, and and. Always go extra, always. Like, right. uh, yeah, for example, if they ask you to be there at five, be there 450. Or is, always be like that, you know, that extra that makes you be there always. So, so yeah, be the best version of you. That's, that's what I stand by. Uh, because I've seen a lot of people that if they would be themselves, they would be... W more successful i don't mean success money or i mean success is as a success is people recognizing you being someone you know like so i've seen people not being the best version of themselves mm -hmm. and i know they have they have more so, so yeah so i I'm, I'm really connecting with you in these vibes because I, I also like one of the big things that i i attempt to do with this podcast and in everyday life when I talk to people is to encourage people to really think outside the the status quo and then the, the path that is kind of written out for us because you never know if that really is your full potential you know you were given mm -hmm. the opportunity to discover music from a very young age but not everyone is is given this artistic background and support you know supportive parents i thankfully also came from a very very supportive parents who you know gave me that backing for for all these different endeavors what do you think can maybe encourage um people to kind of break that um the barriers of their comfort zone like i don't know if you ever went into something else that isn't music uh, I mean, you mentioned earlier you studied a bit of dance or I don't know if you actually did dance yourself or how did you uh, like jump into different, um, I don't know what to call it, but activities, I guess you could say, or, or um, yeah, different vibes that isn't really you to see if it works with you. I guess maybe guitar might even be the first thing that you went for because you actually started with piano and you like branched mm -hmm. out, you know, if you hadn't taken up guitar when you were 13 then you might have not gone the proper path you know so i don't know if you have any specific uh talking points for how someone might be able to branch out and and really not stick you know just going with the safe path you know i don't know if you understand my question <laughs> yeah completely yeah yeah um and I understand it more especially because I come from um, I, I come from uh, the Jewish community in Mexico City, which that's where I grew up. Mm -hmm. So the, the 
the first thing that I that I knew of what was happening around me is it was very clear that people they they live by what other people think about them, right? So they're very they're very invested in and in, in what people will think about them. So they not necessarily do what they want always, right? Mm-hmm. So so that for me that that was a huge game changer when I understand that. Like I I would do this for me or for someone else. Mm-hmm. And when you do stuff for you, it's when do you f- what you love and when you get out of the box. Right. For example, as you mentioned, dance. Dancing is something that not a lot of people do, right? But when you do it, you realize it distress. You're out of stress. It's free. Like like you can dance anytime and it's good for you. And people don't do it because they always uh, uh, be thinking what people are thinking about them, right? So for me, that was that was like when I when I pursue all that stuff that I love. I did it because of me and not because of what people would think about me. And when you, when you're in that chip of I'm doing this for me, I think that's the game changer when you start doing the activities you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and I've done many activities like playing soccer or playing uh, football or, or triathlon and stuff like that. And, and I, I've done some activities in my life that I didn't do them for me. And mm-hmm. and I didn't succeed in those activities. Like I was not a successful person in that activity because the intention I was putting in that activity was not a good intention. It was a tricked in- intention. I was mm-hmm. doing that for, I don't know, it, sometimes it can be to impress someone older, to impress a girl or to impress your parent or right. stuff like that. And, and no, impress yourself. Like, do something, finish that, look yourself in the mirror and say, I nailed it. Yeah. Like, you know, I think I completely agree with you. I think the difficulty uh, maybe people might have is they don't even know what really impresses themselves and what really uh, mm. fills that hole for them. And, and because you're so invested, our, our I feel like our society is completely focused on living for each other you know likes and and all these certain things that we're, we never are shown that importance of focusing on what is really good for me and you know i've said it to a lot of my um, guests on the podcast i barely even look at the statistics of the episodes people ask me how it's going i'm like i'm having great conversations with amazing people it's going great um, yeah. so i, I think w- that same idea people just need to do things because they they focus on on doing it and the benefit of this situation specifically is other people can enjoy this conversation as well uh which is what i aim to do because i think it, it it can inspire others to do that you know uh, so yeah I, I think the main message i would want to go with this little snippet of it is to search and and jump into different uh pools of thought that you haven't jumped into before uh mm-hmm. you know i this past little bit with quarantine uh i've been focusing a lot on doing my own personal projects but every now and then on my breaks my roommates have a guitar and i try to do guitar because i know yeah. i have a somewhat musical ear so i gotta yeah. start even at the smallest step you know the first step of every single you know you, when you were four, started your, your piano and you didn't know piano. Everyone who is now an expert at some point was a complete and total noob uh, at everything. So it, it's a matter of just jumping in and really exploring different things. So, yeah, that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, and really, I'm going to add something small. Yes, please. Uh, that I have kind of trouble in in life with. Like some some... Some people say like, right, I'm 24 years old and they're like, oh, you're so talented. Okay, yeah, I could never go on stage. You're so talented, you're so talented. And and I'm like, no, I'm not just only talented. Like, honestly, talented percent. Really what takes you to the next level is consistency and being disciplined, really. Like, 
like uh, so some people think they need to have a huge talent to do something and not really like if 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 you want that for you you're going to do that every day you're going to be the best in that talent or no talent i don't care i don't care if you have the best year of the world or the world if you're disciplined and you're all about that and that you will get somewhere for sure so so a lot of people put barriers on on their life because they lack of talent that's what they think but no like i when i was five i had a musical ear that i could recognize though i i there's that there's the thing that says like seven percent of the kids have that or maybe more and you can develop it until you're seven like you can develop a musical ear which that means talent either you have a musical ear either you don't so if you have it you have talent you you can make it that ear the best ear of the world and some people put barriers think that if he has more talent than me i'm i'm screwed and no that that, that should be a more incentive to, to to be better oh he has more talent than me i'm going to prove that person that with discipline and with and with being authentic discipline and very focused i'm i'm going to be better so so yeah, that, that's that's also that's part of the message of yeah, of I, I love it. In, in, the last point in a way, I would even say that that it um, when people would say, "Oh yeah, you're very talented," you know, it's because of your talent. It almost diminishes all the effort and hard work that you've put into yeah. it. You know, for sure, because you like weren't you, say, you weren't born yeah. this way. You put a lot of hours and a lot of work into into your craft. Yeah, I mean, and and and. Yeah, I've been, I, I can say I've been working since I was six years old, you know, like since I was six, I was invested in that and I had a pressure on, on me to practice. And if if anyone else at that age would feel that in an, any discipline, I bet he would go far in any discipline, in, in dance, in painting, in business, in whatever you want. If they invest time, they they will achieve big things for sure like for sure yeah. yeah i love it okay so you you mentioned achieving great things and you are only at chapter 24 of your journey uh where do you see yourself going 10 years down the line 20 years down the line what is next for you in uh in your endeavors my endeavors i definitely want two years i, I want to have eight albums out like i will just want to put music out and honest music definitely that's uh, for sure i also want to i want to involve myself a lot of in the music kind of business industry because i i don't necessarily agree with how it's working today i don't think in general not in music in general artists are not being paid what they necessarily deserve we can say with all these new changes of spotify and, and, and streaming platforms so i definitely want to get involved in the in the music business um and 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 build want to build like a community out of musicians it's like mm -hmm. a lot of musicians that collaborate there's a huge thing right now especially in latin america where artists think there's not enough spaces for everyone. So they, instead of giving their hand, they give you your elbow. Mm -hmm. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna change that. Like I, I wanna, like music for me, it's all about sharing and, 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 and collaborating. So I wanna change that part of the music industry. And in 10 years- I think, I, I think every industry could use that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the, film, the film industry as well, I get, like yeah. art, art industry in general, between us, we're, we're sometimes we're very cocky, very jealous of other people. And you know what? Everyone is the next, they're like the artist next to me, he's different than me. Like we can share a spot because he's doing a different thing than me. He's not doing the same thing as me because I'm being me, the best of me. He cannot be me. And I cannot be him, you know, like, yeah. so there's 
there's enough space. Yeah, it's okay to be different. Yeah, of course. And and yeah, I wanna change that definitely. The the yeah, the industry is not very the art industry, the music industry, it's not very healthy, I think. Like mm-hmm. the the way people do business, it's not necessarily very healthy. So yeah, I wanna I wanna change that. And I was gonna say I want to try to change that, but no, I want to change that. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to to do something with that. Like I just want to create a community where people can collaborate and, and do stuff without being judgmental. Amazing, I love that. Yeah, I think uh, I mean, like I said it before, I, I think every industry and art form should have the, a similar outlook uh to collaborate and not you know i i I love what you said the instead of giving a hand putting out the elbow uh yeah i mean you're in the film industry right uh yeah somewhat somewhat more my brother but yeah yeah but yeah i I, i'm i'm pretty sure it's it's similar in some aspects sometimes the the how this word in english it's the the competitive uh outlook and then the yeah yeah definitely uh, cool. So uh, I don't know if you have anything else to add, uh, seeing as this is a platform for, for dreamers. Maybe there's someone uh, like you that is struggling with their passion or in a different passion, if you would like a, a final message um, for dreamers. A final message. Um, don't think, don't, don't think of, Okay, let me have this clear. It's it's a hard question. Yeah. Like everyone has different timing in their lives, right? You can be 20, you can achieve stuff. You can be 30, you can be 15. Like don't feel pressure of with time. Like really, really pursue what you want. doesn't even matter if you're 30, you're going to achieve it when you're in. And if, if you invest your time, you're going to achieve stuff. So don't limit yourself with time, you know? Do what you want. You can be 26. You want to be a musician. It's possible. I'm, I can say it's hard, but it's, it's possible. Like if, if you invest yourself, invest time, it's possible. So, so don't put barriers on your life at all. Like it sounds cliche, but dream big. And not only dream big, work hard towards that dream. So... so I have a lot of friends here in Mexico that they're 23, 24, and they're like, no, I'm done with this or I'm done with this. I'm too old. You're not too old. Maybe if you're a soccer player and you're 30, you're old. In sports, it's different. But in anything else, like, you're not old. And I'm going to give an example, uh, a very good example. I was in Tel Aviv, in, in Tether, listening to a great concert, Uzi Ramirez. And I was just starting small talk, chit-chatting with, with some people. And it was a 40-year-old photographer. That she was, uh, she was on, on in, the, in a different uh, discipline. She was in business or real estate for like 15 years. And she was like, no, I want to do photo. And she pursued that and she, and she went far. She started doing that when she was 35. Mm-hmm. Most of people think when they're 23, they're done with, with pursuing stuff. And not at all, like just just invest time and 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 and, and have passion and, and do what you love the most and, and do it with love and and yeah, it might sound cliche, but the cliches are cliches because of something, you know. Right. Because yeah, I agree. <laughs> so like it's I like, love it. like yeah, they're cliches because they're amazing. Yeah. Cliche. <laughs> that's how they good they are they're cliches man everyone gets it <laughs> so yeah just be the best person of you and don't limit yourself with time never i love it i love it incredible and yeah yeah and, and actually in a lot of people i'm mentioning a lot of Tel Aviv. I know you're in Tel Aviv, so I love Tel Aviv. I, I will go to live there. And people in Tel Aviv live 
a lot like that. They don't limit themselves with time since they go to the army and stuff. So when they're 23 and they go out, they can do whatever they want and they feel free and they do it. My brother, for example, he graduated undergrad when he was 28 because he pursued and he's the best and, and he's living it. And a lot of people say he's crazy. What, undergrad on 28? Wow, what is he doing with his life? He's doing what he wants and he's pursuing it. So, so, so yeah. Yeah, just, I think it's, it's a very cultural thing. Uh, when you, yeah. you know, when you discover different cultures, you realize that the, the beginning and end and, and that whole thing that you said about limiting yourself with time, um, mm -hmm. I completely agree with you here. The mentality in Israel is, is very different when it comes to time. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even with, you know, we, people always say like, oh, life in Israel is so intense and crazy and, pa and fast. And, mm -hmm. um, but people at the end of the day are actually very um, mellow, I want to say, when it comes to rushing life. There is no rushing life. There's more of living each moment, I think, I want to say. And, and knowing that eh, I'll, I'll start studying next year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest my time into preparing my, you know, study for the exam or, and, and just make sure I get a really good grade on the exam so I get into the studies that I want. And people really plan out things in a much different way. And I think it, it's, it comes down to cultures, you know. Um, and I, I'll even add a message for the, for the listeners. Discover different cultures and, and talk to different people in a questioning manner as opposed to, as opposed to the judging manner, you know, in, instead of coming to no. someone who's like, Oh, I come from this place and this is what we do. And this is what is correct. It's always more important to sometimes listen and, you know, the word be cultured and, and get to know other people. And you, you'll learn a thing or two of uh, how that culture communicates and learns and, and really goes about their day and, and their life in general. You know, you can always, um, especially in, in the world we live in now, you know, we're so international and everything is online. Like you're in Mexico, I'm in, in Herzliya. Like we're able yeah. to communicate and have an amazing conversation and have a coffee. You know, I don't have a coffee, but let's say I had a coffee. <laughs> and yeah, we're yeah. able to do these things. And, and this type of interaction can literally be done with anyone around the world. Um, I think... I'd like to encourage that. I'd like people to just reach out and, and go to different communities and, and just learn from different people. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've had an amazing time getting to know you. You know, I, I, I actually got to Benjamin through his brother. He's like, you got to talk to my brother. He'd be happy to be on your podcast. He does music. We barely knew about each other. And just from this uh, podcast interview, uh, I think you're an awesome guy. And I think the listeners would agree. Uh, so, Benjamin, if you could please um, share with the listeners a uh, proper way to look you up, either on Instagram, Twitter, whatever platform you prefer to be looked up on, so they can actually find you and uh, be in touch with you, if they so please. Perfect. Uh, so, my name in, in every platform, in Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, it's uh, A-L-E-R. So, it's Ben Aller. I'm on Instagram. I'm on every um every how to say streaming platform mm -hmm. itunes spotify these are everything also in youtube uh i also i work with disco diablito which is uh, also a platform of musicians i encourage you to to go to a platform it's it's a very good community and, and yeah th this was amazing i mean uh as, as you said we I, th I think we've met uh, in person like three years ago. Yeah, maybe. I think in, my, in Mike's place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were watching a soccer game at like four in the morning or something. <laughs> yeah, like my brother, another yeah. lad, you and your brother. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, th this was I have amazing. to be honest, I don't really remember that. I think the Beers uh, won that match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, spend your money in travel and, and meet people and stuff like this can happen. Yeah. And I mean, th thank you so much for having me. It's my first pod podcast in, a pleasure. in my life. And, a pleasure, a pleasure. And it feels good to, 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 to be part of, of something like this. And, and again, thank you. Thank you so much. I even, you even ask some questions that, 
that I haven't answered in my life. So I didn't know about me. So, so that was amazing. I encourage yeah. everyone who's listening to just go out and talk with people and have coffee and, and share your thoughts and, and yeah, just be 100%. open. To, to 100%. Receive yeah even like you know i said it earlier the whole like here in israel the whole the world moves so quick and everyone's moving back and forth i think everywhere you know we all are and we forget to really sit down and and have the human experience and you in in this whole episode you really mentioned that you really are about this the human experience when you record and and what you want to revolutionize the music industry to be more working together and i think we can really focus on that by simply just hearing each other's stories and each other's uh, aspirations, dreams. You know, we, we all sure. might be able to help someone else reach their goal. You know, sometimes sure. just by me knowing specific people, connecting. Uh, if I heard that you're, you know, interested in doing X, Y, Z, and I have a connection in that certain field, it can put two and two together and we can all just reach our goals perfectly. So I think... Yeah, if anything, I'd encourage for people to listen to each other's dreams and, and focus on helping each other out. And like you said earlier, and I, I love it, I, I love how you said it, the putting your hand out as opposed to the elbows uh, is yeah, yeah. beautifully said. And another cliche, which we're doing a lot of cliches, <laughs> this is like the, the cliche of the cliches, but I really stand by that cliche, which is it's all about love. Like, it's all about really love like if you love something just go and do it help that person and then they will love you back and that's how you're gonna be successful i think if you don't if you don't have that feeling it will be hard to 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 uh, yeah to, to keep going forward yeah, to keep going amazing yeah. oh, okay well benjamin thank you amazing. so much again and uh we'll we'll close the episode here uh, I'd like to thank everyone who stayed uh, to the very end of the episode. If you're still listening, uh, you're welcome for all the amazing cliches in this episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dreamer Talks. I'd love to have you back again next week. So make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a review of what you thought of the podcast. I'd really like the input to make this podcast as engaging and entertaining as possible. So once again, a big thank you and I'll see you next week. Thank you for watching everyone and keep dreaming. Don't stop. Again, this is just a sneak peek of Ben's music. If you want to check out all of his music go to anywhere where you stream music spotify itunes youtube whatever it may be he's on there and you can check on the links below